This is the Newsroom Podcast. I'm Jason Collington, editor of the Tulsa World, and today I'm here with Daniel Schuler. He is one of our new uh, photojournalists who's joined the Tulsa World just recently. And in Sunday's uh, Tulsa World, we had him kind of tell us what's kind of caught his eye in his months that he's been here so far. Uh, Daniel, thank you for joining us today. Uh, tell me a little bit of where you grew up and, and how you how you got into photojournalism. Uh, I'm originally from St. Louis. Uh, I spent most of my time in Missouri, in and around St. Louis. Uh, when I was younger, my parents moved me out to a, a small town called St. Clair, uh, about an hour from St. Louis. Uh, and I didn't get into photojournalism until about 2014. I uh, was finishing or finished my uh, undergraduate uh, uh, courses at University of Missouri, St. Louis. Uh, I was living in uh, uh, Ferguson right before that. Uh, and in 2014, uh, that's when uh, Michael Brown was killed uh, by a uh, Ferguson police officer. And uh, that kind of got me started going out to news, taking pictures, uh, trying to figure out how to, uh, you know, just get into uh, journalism uh, just from just grabbing grabbing a camera and going out there and taking photos, not really knowing what I was doing. Uh, and then uh, that eventually led me to uh, a few years later to going to grad school and actually uh, studying journalism at uh, Mizzou in Columbia, Missouri. So what, what, were you, what was your undergrad degree in? Oh, I, I, uh, I got a Bachelor of Fine Art uh, in just in photography. Uh, so it was, okay. it was a art, like art school courses. Okay, so you had a camera, you, you knew how to use it, but uh, going to a, a protest scene of a national news story happening in your backyard, that's, that's not, that was kind of your first assignment, I would say. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was a, a, a self-guided assignment. <laughs> just uh, that's, one hell, that's one hell of an assignment. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What, what did that experience, I mean, that was a national news story, kind of something where all eyes are on Ferguson there uh, for a while. What, what did you come away with that? What, what, what did you find or what did you see that you didn't know that was there? Uh, well, the, like my one of the biggest things I could kind of learn there was even just technical ability, because uh, that was like a type of photography I had never even tried to attempt before. Um, and I just kind of learned a lot of, you know, situational awareness, um, uh, a lot of other like just quick skills, like writing a cut line. I had no idea what that was until I went there. Uh, right. And, uh, and then just like kind of like learning how to cover things like that in like a way that is uh, not exploitative and kind of, uh, you know, taking like sometimes just like not taking a photo and just talking to people or just like uh, just kind of taking in what's happening and then, uh, you know, just learning how to make judgment calls in like very stressful high risk situations. Uh, and just kind of trying to figure out how to show stories that actually represent what's actually happening and not just kind of like like this bad thing's happening and like these things are on fire and like just showing the the community and like the protesters and what everybody was trying to do what they were trying to say on top of like all the other news that were happening at all the different scenes I would go to. So before that assignment, what were, what kind of photographer did you want to be? What what did you want to end up doing with with that fine arts background? I was I was just like taking very like uh, I'm making very big prints with a uh, like medium format film. Uh, 
I would do a lot of uh, like abandoned buildings. Uh, I did a lot of studio uh, sort of work too. Um, that's my my idea was probably I was gonna do studio work and maybe like weddings to make money and then use it, my free time and my extra money to go do RC stuff. Uh, okay. Buy up a bunch of film, travel to like like interesting places where I could take uh, artistic pictures of abandoned buildings and uh and just just make like interesting giant photos and sell them in a gallery and try to become a famous artist i guess that was okay. my right. so, so so you've one gone from one part of the spectrum one extreme of the spectrum really to the other extreme uh what what do you think about this photojournalism life or what, what do you think about it so far oh uh, it's uh, uh it, it's great it's it's like it is the dream job uh it it's uh it it gets a little stressful sometimes, but like uh, being being on staff has been a little less stressful than uh, being a freelancer because I did that for a little while uh, before going well before and during grad school. Um, but yeah, it, it's I can't complain. Well, the assignment that we gave you is kind of what has caught your eye so far. I mean, as I've told in, in previous podcasts, when it comes to our photojournalists. You guys are the eyes of Tulsa. You got, you are the ones who know this city in and out. Uh, you're out in it. Uh, you cannot do your work uh, from behind a computer. You've got to be out into it. Uh, just like, because again, you're reporting just like a person who writes words does for us. You've got to do the reporting to be able to have bring home the work. Uh, the story that we had in Sunday's uh, Tulsa World, you, you kind of went around and took some photos. Uh, let's go through a couple of those that you kind of, things that you're like, wow, I didn't know that was a thing or uh, things that you were surprised by. What, because what, again, you didn't know Tulsa at all, right? Have you ever been here before? I, I came here as a freelancer uh, to cover uh, uh, Donald Trump's campaign uh, in 2020. That's right. Um, so, so Donald Trump's, yeah, he had a campaign stop in the middle of COVID here at the BOK Center, just a couple of blocks from Tulsa World here. Uh, what was your, what was your impression getting off the plane or, or driving into Tulsa uh, when you first when you first met Tulsa, uh, I I knew it was like that wasn't a very representational uh, image of Tulsa. Everything was boarded up. Uh, everything was closed because of COVID and and because everybody was preparing for the worst uh, to happen. Uh, and it it uh, I I'd driven through Tulsa before, but never stopped in Tulsa. Uh, so I. I, I was like, I'll, I'll come back here someday uh, to actually experience what the city's like. Uh, and I didn't know I'd come back here to, to move here, but uh, that um, that was the only uh, sort of impression I had of the city before I, I came here. Well, so what, are, so what are some things? Go through some of the photographs you took for this assignment. We'll, we'll put a link to the story and the photos in the show notes. Uh, Tell me about a couple of things that kind of taught your eye when you when you've been through Tulsa now, because you've been here several months now. Oh, okay. Uh, I uh, first, I guess the 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 aviators era. Well, that was like super interesting to me. Uh, I had a friend in St. Louis who uh, he went to TU and he was telling me like you got to check this out. He actually sent me like coordinates for it, uh, and so I put in my GPS and drove out there, took the drone up. Um, uh, and just like there, like Tulsa has so many like sort of things like that, like uh, like kind of like visual, visually like 
not not strange, visually cool things. Uh, right. Like the, the barrels around. The, yeah, this is the big uh, Tulsa with a big arrow that's there on Reservoir Hill. Uh, um, so when you're coming in through the airport, uh, if you're on a certain flight coming in, you'll see that it'll tell you Tulsa straight ahead. Uh, that's something that you can see up from the air. Uh, also, it seemed like you were interested in the coffee scene here. You, you're you're, yes. you're a coffee guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, I try I try to drink uh, at least a couple coffees a day to keep me going. So uh, <laughs> uh, I had had Cirque coffee before. Uh, I've I had a friend who had a coffee shop, and he he used uh, he used their uh, their coffee sometimes. Uh, but once once I got here, I just started you know asking around the newsroom. That's how people told me about Double Shot. Um, and then. Actually, the the same friend who owned a coffee shop uh, came down for uh, a music festival, and he was like, "You got to go to Notion Espresso," and I hadn't heard of it yet. Um, and it's it was like in the basement of this building, and it's it's my new favorite coffee shop. So um, I've been going there a, a lot. It's also it's also very quiet, so I don't I don't want to blow up the spot, but uh, I like going there. It's an easy place to edit my photos and yeah, sip yeah. coffee. <laughs> Look yeah, exactly. You also found uh, Turkey Mountain, uh, being a nature guy. What did you think of that compared to other places you've lived? Uh, I think it's a really cool thing to have here. There's uh, it, it's it's kind of wild that like you're in the city on one side of the river and then like you're in like an actual forest in the other. Uh, lots of trails. Uh, you can spend a lot of time there. I probably haven't explored half of the park yet. Uh, yeah. With the, the new staircase, I went there to cover that opening uh that's like a, a cool thing to add uh it's like a lot of uh a lot of different variety of things to do there too a lot of mountain biking and stuff uh i don't have a mountain bike yet uh but eventually uh i'll probably get one and start riding out there uh absolutely it, it's 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 well like one of the other things that you kind of had an, an interesting assignment uh talk about the um the uh, concert that you went to where uh, things got a little crazy. Uh, oh, yeah, that was uh, a, I thought, you know, festival. Uh, I, I, I used to go to hardcore shows uh, when I was in high school and college. Uh, and I still try to if, if they happen. Uh, but I had, I had a, a few friends that were playing it uh, from St. Louis, uh, well, from, from like all over the country, but um, a large group from St. Louis. And uh, I kind of just pitched the idea of going uh, taking photos of it. It's not something that traditionally goes into a newspaper, uh, that sort of uh, scene. Uh, so I just grabbed my cameras, put on wide-angle lenses, got uh, a couple flashes, and just kind of put myself in, uh, not really on the stage, but just in the crowd uh, where I would normally be, just kind of like a first-person perspective of, uh, of what was going on. Um, and it was, it was, it was really fun. Uh, it was uh, it was crazy, but yeah. I was gonna say a little. Uh, I wouldn't say violent, but I would say a, a little uh, confrontational. Just controlled chaos. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you've been you've been living here now and, and working. Um, what are some things that you want to explore more now that you kind of got a taste of what Tulsa is? You've gone on dozens and dozens of photo assignments for the Tulsa world. Uh, what are some things that you're kind of putting in the back of your mind? Like, okay, I want to go back here. I want to spend a little bit more time here. What places have kind of do you have on your to-do list? Uh, right now, I'm trying to get some uh, some hiking and backpacking in. Uh, so I've 
I've been told uh, I need to go down to the Wichita Mountains. Uh, yep. yep. Um, and and the, like Southern Oklahoma just has a lot of trails. Like I'm just trying to compile a list uh, on my all trails account of where I need to go. Um, Love it. And Love besides it. that, I, I, I'm trying to uh, try out every single like vegan restaurant in town. Uh, so I, I've, I've got a list. Uh, I've been to most of them downtown. I need to just get every, everyone else. I think, um, there, there, there's other restaurants too that have really good vegan food that aren't just vegan. So we're trying to go to all of them, uh, maybe take some photos. Um, we'll talk about being a vegan for a second. What, what made you start that way? Uh, it was like a health thing at first. And then I moved in with, uh, all my roommates were, were, were vegan, like strict vegan and, you know, they made me watch a lot of documentaries and right, right. I felt bad. And then I was kind of like, well, one of the only things I can do uh, to help the environment is kind of stop eating meat. And I was, I didn't really eat dairy anyway. So that, that was an easier part uh, for me to drop. So that's just kind of all those things just kind of rolled together. So, and, and now it's, it's so much easier to do it than it's, it's been in the past. It's, oh, sure. Sure. And, and did, what did you, did you, were you just like, were you an unhealthy person or did you just need to just eat better? Oh yeah, I was a very unhealthy person. Uh, I, I, well, it was, I, I started being, uh, eating healthy before I was a vegan, but I, I used to weigh like 350 pounds. So, uh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, that, that, that was like, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed that. Okay. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. That was also like I knew I had to I knew I had to get healthy to be a, a photojournalist. Uh, so like that also that kind of put me in gear <laughs> to do that too. So yes, it is a very physical job. So I, yes. yes, I'm glad you made that transition <laughs> and identified that early. You you guys are 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 walking a ton, driving a ton, uh, standing up for a long time, uh, a lot of wait and see uh, situations. Um, wow. So so. I said, I, I didn't know that part of your history. So you, you have kind of, you're not 350 pounds anymore, obviously. No. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and vegan was part of that, part of that journey. Yes. Yes. It was more, more towards the end of it, but it was still, uh, yeah, it's still a big part of it. Well, it's a lot easier to, to, to restrict yourself from eating bad things whenever like all the restaurants that are around you all the bad food is like stuff you can't eat. So, right, that is true. That is true. Hey, wh when you when you look back now, again, you're you're you just kind of started your career. Uh, you're also a drone pilot. Uh, some of the photos that you had in your in your in your series uh, were taken with drone. Um, talk a little bit about what how drone photography is kind of how it's changed photojournalism and what it, what it's kind of what kind of tool has it given you. Uh, with the drone, it makes a lot of uh, some assignments that I might find it hard to, you know, get a lot of extra photos out of, uh, like, interesting. Uh, like, we we do a lot of photos uh, for, you know, kind of like business stories where we're sometimes the only photo there is to, to get the outside of a building. Well, if I can fly my drone, I can get, like, these really dynamic uh, photos that looks like, you know, I'm flying in a helicopter over and like hanging out, taking a photo. Uh, and, and in just in regular assignments too, uh, just like finding features, uh, like whatever, we're looking for something that has to do with the weather uh, and the, the weather is actually permitting us to go out uh, and fly it. Uh, 
like uh, the uh, the pictures in uh, the river parks that I have in the story uh, were just like nice warm day, people outside. Uh, I think that was that was the same day I found out I got COVID, but uh, that's why I remember that day pretty well. Uh, but I just looking for people biking, uh, just enjoying the outdoors, and then and then just getting you know photos of you know what what the conditions are, uh, and yeah, it's, it's just it's just another tool to use uh, to to kind of like pad out our our visual side of stories. Yeah. Well, one of the things I argue uh, is that, you know, it doesn't matter what we write. If we don't do the photography right, people aren't going to read it. Um, uh, to finish up here, talk about why why it is that you you picked this. I mean, this wasn't your career you were thinking of when you were in college, but it's a, a career that kind of uh, showed up in your backyard at Ferguson. Um, talk about what do you why you think that it's important what you do. Well, I, I always wanted to do something with photography. Uh, and then this kind of gave photography a purpose, like letting, informing people, letting people know what's going on in their community. Um, it's, uh, personally, it's fulfilling work to have people like look at my work. I'll have so many people look at my work uh, and uh, to know that like, you know, we, we might help out a small business by doing a story on them. We might uh, let people know about some sort of law uh, at the Capitol that, that might affect their lives. Uh, and it's just, uh, I just got into it because it's, it's, it's personally fulfilling and I, and I feel like it, it's an important sort of job uh, that, uh, it's kind of fundamental to uh, our, our kind of, I don't, I don't want to say our democracy functioning, but it, it helps like people know what is going on in the government uh, in, in just in daily life. Uh, and uh, I mean, it, it's always, it's a, it's a pairing of words and photos, uh, but I feel like both sides attract in, the most people to to let people know what's happening. I agree. I agree. Well, you do very, very important work and, and you've been great since you got here. You kind of, as I said, had a great experience of there in St. Louis, came in here and you've been awesome for us. I really appreciate all Thank the work you. you're doing for us. And uh, the other, again, you you joined a great group of staff photographers here at the Tulsa World, a long tradition of, of great photography. Um, really appreciate the assignment being done. We appreciate all the other assignments you're doing for us, Daniel. Uh, we'll wrap it up here for today on the Newsroom Podcast, available on Apple, uh, Spotify, Google as well, uh, as we continue to tell the stories behind the stories here at the Tulsa World. We'll see you next time. Thank you.